Hello, this is Andrew, and I just want to say Merry Christmas to all of you. I want to thank you so much for everything you do to help us get the Word of God out. That's the most important thing that we could ever do. That beats any job, any other vocation you could have. And I just appreciate you more than I could ever communicate. So Jamie and I wanted to say Merry Christmas to you. We're believing the best for you for a great new year sharing the gospel. And we praise God for you. I believe that your rewards are out of this world. God is going to bless you big time. God bless you. Glory to the newborn King, Christ Jesus is born. Andrew Womack Ministries and Caris Bible College, Uganda, wishes you a Merry Christmas and a prosperous New Year. May this season bring you joy and happiness. In Jesus' name, you are blessed. Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Tuesday's broadcast of the Gospel Truth. Today I'm continuing a series that I started yesterday talking about lessons from the Christmas story for every season. And what we're doing is just going and taking some of the scriptures that talk about the birth of Jesus, which everybody's attention is focused on this at this time of the year. And we're going back to the Word and finding out what the Scriptures really say. There's a lot of really good things about Christmas. I love the fact that you can hear godly music Playing in malls and in stores. Uh, you know, at this time of the year, man, that is that's awesome. People are more receptive and talking about the Lord, but there's also a lot of stuff that takes people's attention away from the Lord. We get caught up in the materialism. So there's good and bad associated with this. And even among Christians, you'll find that there's a lot of Christians that just use the passages about the birth of Jesus to kind of set a mood for Christmas. And it's all about some feeling or something. And they aren't getting the power and the truth that's in many of these scriptures. A verse that I used yesterday is Mark chapter 7 verse 13. Where Jesus says that your traditions and doctrines of men make the word of God of none effect. 
Yesu yobo ya gambi rantini numudi biechi gambo cha katonda kuburobulombulombu wabana. And I tell you, we've got a lot of religious traditions. Nenga njakana kugame, ntituye ino bulombulombu bunji nyobo echi nadini. That keep the word from really having its full impact. Ngabinobyo nabi ebide mesa echi gambo cha katonda okuba anomu ganyuro. Yesterday I countered some of the things about the wise men. Onakure gulo na yogedeko ebimu kwebio ebio girwako kubasaji ya wagezigezi. They weren't three in number, they weren't kings. Ntitebali basatu munamba ateda tebali bakabaka. They came from Persia. Mekugama ntibava Buperusi. Not just because, you know, some supernatural thing happened by Mbusiru wakubanti walu wa manya agenja uragatu ukao. A star, that's kind of the thing that uh, sparked it. Ntiubaka tiwalu wo echintu echenja urunga chechaba letiru kubanga chitande kabinobyo na. But it was actually the prophecy of Daniel. Nehebu alivu nabibu wa Danieli. In Daniel chapter 9 verse 27 where it gave the exact time that the Messiah would be born. They were looking. Ina Danieli. A muendabili musamvu akwela darechisera echitufu masia moyayagendo kubanga jira katinorecho bali bali mkutunula tunula. For something that would lead them to the Messiah because of the influence of a godly man who had written these things. You can read about that in Daniel. Eri echinducho nechisobolo kubanga chivakule mbera chivatuse aowe njini njini wagendo kubera. Nganeyo chinocho nabache sigamia kubanga balinga baso mozi wa omusajja atya katonda erange yali awandi ko bunna bibuno uh, chapter 4 and chapter 9 osobolo genda no soma mu daniel nya no rwomwenda and they didn't come to the manger norecho tebajja kuchiralo in bethlehem i believe they came to a house in nazareth e besereke munga bwechi unga ibyogerwa na yenzikiriza ntibajja mu nyumba eyali nazaresi and anyway i've got a lot more detail on all of this. But I just use some of these things to counter some of our tradition. And there are lessons that we can learn from that. I want to turn over to Luke chapter 1. I'm using this Life for Today study Bible. Uh, Kuzo sano ya uh, chitapo chino chena wandika chena kugamanti chena kunganyi zamu bienzenji gabyo nebi enja ulo. I mentioned this yesterday but one of the reasons I use this is because it takes the four gospels and puts them in chronological order so that I have right here on one page every scripture in the gospels that refers to one thing. And from this you get a perspective and you get understanding. You get a clarity about the way that things are going so I think that studying the gospels in a chronological form is great. Plus I wrote 1300 footnotes. This is a 600 page book. I've written 1300 footnotes in here. 
Echitabu chino chilike mpapula lukaga Atenga mpandi seko uh, ebintu, ebintu venja ulo bimbi kulidua Emituwalo kuminesa tu This took me over six years to compile Ngera wemba demba gama Antichanto ere miaka mukaga mirambo Kubanga malirize chitabu chino And put together and I use this to study all of the time no kubanga anteka mbio nebi chirimu no recho ntikati chino chienko zesa okubanga msumesa bulikaseira. And from this you see that uh, the birth of John katimuchino erolabanti okuzali wakwa yokana to Zacharias and Elizabeth is only mentioned in Luke chapter 1. Eri Zakaria neriza besi chogeru wako muluka woka. He's the only gospel writer. Matthew doesn't reveal that. Chechitabo choka mvitabo bienjiri ebiogera mkuzali wa kwa yokana. Matayo tachogera ko. Mark doesn't, John doesn't, Luke is the only one that brings this out. Mako tachogera ko, yokana tachogera ko, na ye, luka yeka ya chogera ko. And I tell you, this gives you a lot of clarity when you see things in, and by combining all four of these gospel. Norecho katichino chikuwe chifana nye chitufu darawoba, okute vita obine ebina, ebienjiri nobigere giranya. Counts on this one thing. Nobanga, otunulida ensonge mu. So in Luke chapter 1, and in verse 5, it says, There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias of the course of Abiah, and his wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. You know, this is important. Uh, I could spend more time on this, but they were uh, Levites. And that was very important because of some of the prophecies and things that had gone before about the uh, coming of John the Baptist. In verse 6 it says, And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless. You know, again, I'm going to have to move through this rather quickly, but I just encourage we skip over these verses, but this is a major point right here. They were both righteous before God. Walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless, not sinless. But blameless. In other words, they were operating under the old covenant that they had. They were doing the best that they could to fulfill the word of God. 
Ntibako langa bulichimucho na chibasubolo kwa angabatu ukiliza echigambo cha katuna chichigamba. When they failed, they offered the appropriate sacrifices and submitted themselves unto the word of God. Ngabuluwebesa nganga, ngabale mire dokchitu ukiliza bawanga yosadaka. Esobolo wa okugwanile chuchibari wakoze. Nibada yu nebetukuza, nibada mune batula wansuwe chigambo. And because of it, they were blameless. They weren't sinless. Norecho, uroku wangi chuchibako na ngabuli kasera, bali tebaliko chakuna. Now that, that is a message in itself. Nobody can be sinless. Nobody can do everything perfectly. But praise God, the Lord has made provision for when we blow it. And under the new covenant, it's it's a thousand times greater. We've already been forgiven of our sin. Mirundi minji nyo dala 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 obusukulumu bweri na kubanga twasonyi wa debibibya fe. But most people don't understand the paradox right there that they were blameless. Na hata abantu abasinga kateba fina kutegera chogirwako wanonti abantu manote bali ko kya kunyenyezebwa and righteous before God. Not because they earned it, but because they had submitted to the uh, uh, provisions of the old covenant. For atoning for their sins. And in verse 7 it says, And they had no child because that Elizabeth was barren. And they both now well stricken in years. That means that they were beyond childbearing. Years. So this was an absolute miracle for John to be born. And in verse 8, it came to pass that while he executed the priest office before God, in the order of his course. According to the custom of the priest office, his lot was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. Again, for those of you that aren't familiar with the Old Testament scriptures, the priests were divided into 24 courses. Which meant that each course had two weeks worth of service. And there was numbers of people in each course. And then they took lots among themselves, among those priests that were in each of these 24 courses. And they would take turns going into the temple. To offer uh, the sacrifices and do the uh, things that were instructed the priest to do. 
And so here was Zacharias just doing what he was called and ordained by God to do. Katula bawa no Zakari ya nga akole la daleche cheva echari chumusawi duo kukola. No kubanga atu ukiriza echo katonda cheyari ya mugambi ukukola. And this is where, when he had the miraculous encounter with the Lord. Now we're talking about lessons to learn from the Christmas story. And I tell you, here's a lesson that you can learn. Zacharias had the most important encounter with the Lord. Of his entire life. And how did it happen? It wasn't when he was home fasting and praying. It wasn't when he was shut up in a closet someplace. Or, you know, he and his wife had been praying for years, possibly decades. For a child, and they had been barren, and back in those days, if if a woman was barren, there's many scriptures that bear this out. It was a shame for them. And I mean, it was something that they could have been just at home grieving. They could have left the priest office. They, they might have just given up. They could have been so discouraged and despondent that they were at home griping and complaining. But instead, Zacharias was doing what he was called to do, and that's how the Lord appeared unto him. And I tell you, this is a great lesson to learn. You can actually go through the scriptures and you'll find out that every person that God used in a miraculous way. They were out doing what they knew to do. Moses was keeping his father's sheep. On the back side of the desert when he had the Lord appeared unto him in this burning bush. He wasn't at home praying. You can find Gideon was threshing wheat and he was hiding it. From the Midianites and the Lord appeared unto him. And spoke to him, and God used him miraculously. David was keeping his father's sheep, and the Lord called him. And on and on and on you can go. Every single person that God called, He called them as they were about their daily activities and doing what they were supposed to do. 
from this Christmas story, here's one of the lessons that you can learn. That Zacharias was doing what he was called to do. You can go to the 17th chapter of 1 Kings and find the Shunammite woman was just out gathering sticks and she was going to make a fire and cook her last little bit of food. She wasn't at home praying and begging God and saying, oh God, we're going to die. If you don't do something quickly, she was out doing what she need, needed to do. You know, the Lord is looking for industrious people. The Lord is looking for people that you're just doing what you know to do. And yet there's a lot of people that, you know, for one thing, you cannot predict the exact day that the Lord is coming back. But there are people with this same mindset as some of these groups we've heard about who they think that they know the day the Lord is coming back. And so they go up onto a mountain someplace, quit all of their jobs, get rid of everything. And they are just waiting on the Lord to return. You know what we should be doing? The Lord told us to occupy until he comes. And so one of the lessons we need to learn is even if you knew the day that the Lord was coming back you ought to be doing what God called you to do. What he told you to do last. And when the Lord comes back, and if I'm doing what God told me to do, I can guarantee you I'm going with him. But this is a great lesson to learn. This has direct application to all of us. That he was just doing what God called him to do. And it says in verse 11, there appeared unto him an angel. Of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled and fear fell on him. 
But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. Ntinga imiri dekuluyi oradio orechoto echokuo terezako au zakali ya boyamuraba ni hirali ikirila natia. Na ye malaika na mugamba antitocha zakali ya kubanga okwega ilira kukulidua mkazo Elizabeth alikuzali romwana uobulenzi olimutume ilinyalie yukana. And thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth, for he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink, and shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. Ndi olisanyuka, eiroli jaguza, erabanji balisanyukira, okuzalibuwa kwekubanga. Aliba mkuru mumasogamu kama so talinywa muengene wankubadechitamiza, erali juzibuwa moyo mutukuvu okuva mulubuto rwanyina. And many of the children of Israel shall he turn to the Lord their God. And he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elias to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Okukomi yao emitima jaba jaja ili abana na abata ulira okutambulira anga mumagezi gaba tukilivu okutegera mukama abantu okumuli indirira. Let me read to you a couple of the prophecies from uh, the Old Testament. Malachi chapter 3 verse 1. Obuli mundagano enkade. Mumalachi asatu emu. It says, Behold, I will send my messenger and he shall prepare the way before me, and the Lord whom ye seek shall suddenly come to his temple, even the messenger of the covenant whom ye delight in. Behold, he shall come, saith the Lord of hosts. Ntira mukama gumunonya alijja muyekalu ye ngatibamanyide no mubakawe guyasanyukira laba ajja bwayogera mukama oweje. And then in Malachi chapter 4 verses 5 and 6 it says behold I will send you Elijah. The prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he shall turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the heart of the children to the fathers lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. Fire, fire, fire. I tell you, 
bwanenu okulinana senana oba kumukono mlana okulinana watoto chat ngaka ku Buganda Road yangu wagwe tugende obono jajango tugende oba tojja tugende nawe zengenze kusoma chigambo kuno kwagala kwa katonda kwetegeddeko ngenze nkweyongere buziba Webale kuuliza program ya fe ya Gospel Truth tukiriza nti oweredwa nnyo mukisa okuyita mukusomesebwa kuno obango yagala tusabeko nawe obolina ekibuzo chonna obolina obujulizi kwecho katonda chakozo okuyita ku program weno tukubireko ku namba za simu zino wa manga 0200-330-000 Ngambie, eri 0200-330-000 Kuluo kwa gala kwa katondo kutaliko komojoli Tuogero mkisa kwa katonda Tuogere nkula akulana Ila tuogero kwenye zewa Mulinyari ya mkamafe yesu Owele duanyo mkisa